Hello and welcome to Mystery Monday on Mystery and Mimosas. My name is Max Sterling and I'm here with my lovely co-host and wife, Aria. Hi everyone. And hi to you too, Aria. Uh, It is Mystery Monday. What is Mystery Monday? Tell us about it. Well, Mystery Monday is... So every Monday we will release a short, I don't know, 10 to 15 minute episode and... Each episode is going to highlight a cold case, an uh, unsolved cold case, or missing person. Yeah, it might be 10 minutes, might be 15 minutes, might be longer, might be shorter. No, who, no one really knows. But it will be a recap of a missing person, or a cold case, or something where there might just not be a whole lot of information, something that we can quickly get out there, right? Right. And of course, our goal is to get that information out there um, so that... Maybe listeners, I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll get a tip on it. Maybe it'll help investigators. So that's our end goal with Mystery Monday. The downside to Mystery Monday is no trivia. But the good thing is you only have to wait a couple days until Wednesday when we release a full episode. What do we got today on Mystery Monday? So today we are going to talk about Mark Daniel Aguilar, missing out of Santa Fe, New Mexico. Okay. So, my, uh, sorry, Mark was born on February 19th, 1965. So he's now 58 years old. Um, when he went missing, he was 51 years old. Wait, um, when was his birthday? When was he born? He was born February 19th of 1965. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I thought you did your math wrong. No. Don't question it. Okay, Just listen. Sorry. This okay. is this is my Mystery Monday. All right. I apologize. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so, yeah, at the time he went missing, he was 51 years old. So he his family last heard from him on September 4th of 2016. But at that time, Mark was actually homeless in the Santa Fe area. And he was actually last seen on surveillance uh, video at the Workforce Center in Santa Fe on October 18th, 2016. So that was the last time anyone saw him. At that time, he was wearing a green army jacket, a red t-shirt, blue jeans, and a black stocking cap, or a red University of New Mexico Lobos cap, and carrying a black backpack. Mark is 5'6", 150 to 180 pounds. He is a Native American male. He has graying black hair and brown eyes. Mark also went by Danny or Daniel Aguilar, and his nickname was Bones. Okay. Yeah, and I saw, I was looking at this Facebook page, Help Find Mark Aguilar, that seems to be ran by his brother. And it seems like he has a post on here, maybe they call each other Bones. Oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't say that here. Um, But yeah, that is one of his nicknames. Um, he does have a homemade tattoo on his shoulder and multiple small scars on the back of his head. He is of San Juan Pueblo and San Felipe Pueblo Indian descent. Um, so it sounds like he, like I said, he was homeless at the time, but he was staying at a place called Pete's Place, and it was a local shelter there in the Santa Fe area, right down the street from the Workforce Center where he was last seen. And I know that Facebook page that you were referencing, his brother had indicated that 
he believes that his brother's disappearance is involved somehow with that Pete's Place shelter. It doesn't really give any details on that. I, I don't know why he thinks that. Um, but the last time that Mark was seen was on surveillance video down the street at the Workforce Center on October 18th of 2016. So the Workforce Center is down the street from Pete's Place, which is a homeless shelter. So the one thing that we can fairly easily conclude is he's doing day labor. He's at least working. Um, he's, he has been reported as homeless, so he's staying in the shelter. He's doing day labor. His brother, for some reason, thinks that um, Pete's Place is a suspicious organization. Um, he actually referenced that on uh, April 28th of 2017 in a post where he says Pete's Place is a huge uh, Pete's Place, a huge suspicious organization and an individual employee volunteer. And then in parentheses, it says Santos female is suspicious and I will continue to monitor her every move. So for some reason, her his brother thinks that somebody at the shelter has something to do with it. Now, the other interesting thing that I noticed on this website is he references several times that the missing persons posters are being defaced around the Santa Fe and Española uh, area, which I, I looked in Española as a close, kind of in close proximity to Santa Fe. Okay. Yeah, I mean, not a whole lot to go on. He was reported missing by his family um, but not until December 2nd of 2016, I'm guessing because he was probably homeless and maybe just didn't, they didn't keep in great contact. So I don't think they realized he was missing until then. And they did report him missing on that date. And there has been no further information since then. Right. So, yeah, that's interesting because it, it sure seems that, you know, being homeless, living in a shelter, doing day labor and stuff, he was doing everything that he could to, you know, survive, survive the streets and everything. But it guess it was probably pretty common for her to for him to go several months without contacting family because you know or at least a month. It sounds like it because they last heard from him September fourth, but he was still okay and going to the workforce center up until October eighteenth, and then they never reported him missing till December second. So which is really weird. I wonder. So that it says that he was on surveillance video. I wonder if he went to a job site and never returned? Like, did he leave and... Well, it said it was in the afternoon of that day, between 2.30 and 2.45. Okay. So typically, at least from what I know about day labor, you, like, have to show up early and you have to be there first thing in the morning and then you work for the day. So I don't think he would be leaving for a job at 2.30 or 2.45 in the afternoon. Maybe he was coming back from a job. I don't know. It didn't give those details. Or maybe maybe he wasn't even doing day labor that day. Maybe he was utilizing the Workforce Center as a resource to fill out job applications. Oh, that's true too, yeah. So it doesn't really give any detail. Yeah, because I think in 2016, probably most places still took paper applications rather than online applications. So that's a good point. Yeah. Um, I'm really curious why his brother thinks that you know, the shelter has something to do with it or has knowledge of it. Yeah, no idea. I didn't give any information on that. That The only place that I saw that was on that Facebook page. So, And the other thing that I saw is on the Facebook pages is it's very unusual for him not to have constant communication with his mom, um, mm-hmm. and especially not on Mother's Day. So at least from 2016 until present, He's never contacted his mom on Mother's Day, and that's 
you know, according to family who run this Facebook page, it's very peculiar for him. Uh. So anyway, if you have information on um, the whereabouts of Mark Aguilar, or if you have anything to add, um, where can where can we look? Good question. I should probably know that. Well, (laughs) I can tell you. That's okay. So anyone with information is asked to call the family at 505-379-0908. Or you can get a hold of the Santa Fe Police Department at 505-955-5038. Thank you. You're welcome. Glad I can help you out there. Yeah, needed that assistance apparently you did you need my help all the time that's true anything else yes our listeners can head over to our website at mysteriesandmimosas.net to view the missing poster for mark aguilar and all of our source material for this episode okay until next time mystery monday concluded cheers cheers